And let's pray. Loving God, we do give thanks for this day, for the call that you've placed upon our lives to bring us here to this time and to this place. And so, Lord, speak into our lives. May your holy word just wash over us. May your words be words that feed our very soul. Challenge us, O Lord. Help us to grow as your disciples. And at the same time, we pray that we may hear again the amazing love you have for each one of us. But be with us now. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, my friends, there are some very odd laws that are still on the books even today. And many of the reasons for those laws are no, are no longer remembered. So let me give you just a few examples. Young girls are never allowed to walk a tightrope in Wheeler, Mississippi, unless it is done in church. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that could be a pretty powerful lesson on faith that day, right? In Blackwater, Kentucky, tickling a woman under her chin with a feather duster while she's in church carries a penalty of $10 and one day in jail. No one can eat unshelled roasted peanuts while attending church in Idaho, Oregon. In Honey Creek, Iowa, no one is permitted to carry a slingshot to church unless you're a police officer. <laughs> no citizens in Lee Creek, Arkansas are allowed to attend church in any red-colored garments. Hmm. And then... This is also one of my favorites. And turtle races are not permitted within 100 yards of a local church at any time in Slaughter, Louisiana. <laughs> I did not know turtle racing was a thing. My friends, there has to be more to following Jesus than just some odd laws and old rules. You know, in our scripture lesson this morning, here in the 13th chapter of Luke's gospel. You know, there are many ways to come at this scripture. There's many ways to teach it. There are many ways to preach it. You know, and many people are drawn to the miracle of it. Jesus heals a woman who has been a cripple for 18 years. Now, I hope and pray that you really do hear me. This is good news. I mean, this is a holy thing. But the healing is only a very small part of the story. And in the end, it's not even the point of, today's, of our scripture today. Our scripture lesson reminds us that when it comes to Jesus and it comes to Jesus' miracles, the miracles are never really just about something miraculous taking place. They always point us to a higher and a more divine reality. You know, the miracle of Jesus are not about hocus pocus, they're not about abracadabra. They teach us a larger lesson and share with us a wider mercy and love and grace. Not just because of what Jesus does in those amazing moments, because of how and why and when and where and for whom Jesus performs a miracle. 
Now, I want you to think with me for just a moment about the miracles that Jesus performs. And let's start with the virgin birth. You know, the most impressive thing about the virgin birth is not the immaculate conception. No, the real crux of that story is the hope of Mary's motherhood is about a young woman who had faith to say yes to God. The power of the story comes from the notion that God would use a poor peasant girl to do an amazing thing for the sake of the entire world. This story is about casting down the mighty from their thrones and lifting up and honoring the humble of heart. Think about the miracle of Jesus turning water into wine at the wedding in Cana of Galilee. The point of the miracle here is not Jesus turning water into wine. I mean, he could have turned it into milk or honey or Dr. Pepper. The lesson to be learned was that when God gets involved, there's always enough to go around. There's always enough for everybody. And what God serves will always be the best. What about the miracle of the guy who was born blind? His friends and his neighbors around him, you know, they just assumed that he was born blind because of some sin that his parents had committed. So when Jesus restores the man's sight, it wasn't about the miracle of LASIK surgery in the first century. No, the miracle taught us that God doesn't punish us with sickness and disability. And the beauty of this miracle story is even if you do believe that the man's blindness was a result of somebody else's sin, God could and would and does delight in undoing sin through the power of forgiveness. Or what about the time Jesus walked on water? I mean, Jesus is not proposing some new Olympic sport here. Jesus was showing us something about faith and what it means to believe. When Jesus calmed the storm, he wasn't concerned about the weather. Jesus was revealing to us the power of God's peace in the presence of our fears. When Jesus healed the leper, it wasn't about better skin care. It was about God's love for the outcast and the outsider that are in our midst. My friends, I understand that we, we like a good miracle story. And the magic of it rarely ever disappoints us. And today's lesson in the synagogue is really no different. Now don't get me wrong. It's great that this woman who had been hunched over for nearly two decades was up and at him once again with the help, without the help of a chiropractor. But in light of what we know that Jesus can do, this isn't the most important thing about that day. So what does matter the most? And it's this. What matters is, is that it happened on the Sabbath. It happened on a holy day of rest, a day when no work was to be done. That 
was the rule. That was what was on the books. I mean, it wouldn't have meant as much had the woman done what the leader of the synagogue suggested and come back for healing on the next day. I mean, it would have been no less miraculous if Jesus had healed her on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. But again, the miracle of healing really isn't the point. You know what? It it can't be just about the miracle or else all we're left with is the hopeless reality that we can't do what Jesus does. And even Jesus' miraculous love and grace is only available to certain people and that's only available on certain days. There must be something more here. There must be something more to the story. And the more, Jesus' greater point is to heal and to comfort and to share love and grace at all cost, in excess of every expectation. The only rule that matters to Jesus is the one about loving God and loving neighbor and living in a way that brings God, God's love to bear upon the entire world. Living out the gospel is a challenge. And today's scripture passage calls us to share God's love in as many ways as we can, with as many people as we can, and at many times as we can. So when someone tells you, you can't or shouldn't love someone, Jesus stands up and breaks the rules and says, no, you are called to love. I mean, always remember, if love were easy, Jesus would have never had to make it a commandment. When someone tells you it's okay for you to keep score and to follow your rule-abiding heart and tells you that you shouldn't forgive, Jesus says, no, there's a better way. Because if you live with an unforgiveness in your heart and your soul, you're going to be shackled by somebody else's sin in your life. You're going to be defined by that other person's evil against you. And Jesus stands up and says, no, break the rules and forgive. Forgive and live. When your fears try to convince you that, you know what? You can't share with other people. You need to hold what you have fast because you might not have enough if you start sharing with others. Jesus stands up and says, be generous because as you give, it will be given to you. And as you share, God will share with you. When society tells you you shouldn't extend mercy, Jesus says, no, break the rules and extend mercy and grace and love. When our own history and experience tells you you shouldn't or you should, or you can, or you can't, because that's not the way we have ever done it before. Understand, Jesus again stands up and tells us to make people more important than rules. In the face of whatever rules or expectations that threatens to limit what God can accomplish by grace for you and through you, 
Jesus then gets up in the synagogue on the Sabbath day and breaks the rules. Now hear this, it is so important that you place yourself into our story today and that you understand that Jesus, not only did he break this rule of healing on the Sabbath to take care of a woman who had suffered for 18 long years, Jesus would break that rule for you as well if you needed healing. Let's put it another way, when you need healing. God loves you so much that Jesus breaks the rule just so that you can see how radical God's love is for you. And my friends, as those who follow Christ, as those who dare to say that they are Christians, our love of others in the name of Christ should be radical as well. Late one night at a rural truck stop in Florida, a Greyhound bus driver kicked an 87-year-old woman off his bus. What do you think her crime was? Well. She was returning from her birthday party with her present, a tiny puppy named Cookie. The driver refused to break the rule, and so this poor elderly woman was left about 80 miles from her home at 3 o'clock in the morning. The security guard at the bus station, summoned by the driver, turned and called the police to escort her off of the property. Now, as you can understand, that only added to this woman's terror and fright. Now, what could have been a terrifying ordeal for an older lady who walks with a crutch and has trouble seeing and hearing, instead became an inspiration. The police officer who was summoned to take her away, saw her fear. And so what did he do? He talked to her. He bought her a sandwich and a cup of coffee. And then he found a way to get her home. Police from five different jurisdictions teamed up to ferry her from one jurisdiction to the next, from one police officer to the next until she finally reached her home. The elderly lady later said, I've never had so many people be so nice to me. Those officers gave me love, respect, and attention. She went on to say, you know, love has many names, compassion, respect, and friendliness. The Greyhound bus line apologized when this story broke and gave her a full refund. The unidentified driver, a 20-year veteran, was suspended. My friends, Jesus' point for us today is that love of people is the point of all of it. You know, when it comes to miracles, we can't heal every disease, but we can love one another through the sickness and the struggle, 
And you know what? That's a miracle. We can't change the weather, but we can trust God's presence when the storms of life come. And that's the power of faith. We can't undo every sin or change every sinner, but we can accept and offer forgiveness. And that's the power of God's grace. We can't heal lepers, but we can reach out to the outcast and to the outsider and welcome them in. And my friends, that is the love that transforms lives. But get this, the greatest miracle of all is Jesus' resurrection from the dead. And you know what? That shows us just how far God is willing to go to break every rule for our sake. In a world that is full of rules, full of too much fear and so much sadness, we have been set free from all of our bondage. Just like the woman in today's gospel lesson. We get to live in the miracle of new life, second chances, and amazing grace. My friends, I'm here to tell you that Jesus loves you and that Jesus is willing to stand up for you and when necessary, break the rules so that you can be loved, healed, made whole, offered resurrection. We live in the amazing grace that's given to us in Jesus Christ. And we get to do it every day. Thank God, Jesus is a rule breaker and just heaps grace upon grace on our lives. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.